Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hello, hello. Welcome to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life, the podcast dedicated to helping you create a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy that you get, that you create by serving with your divine gifts. I'm excited about today. I'm excited every day, and I guess you know that I live there. I live in a constant state of flow, creative ecstasy almost, loving to create podcasts, videos, books, helping clients, editing books, helping people do the impossible, and overcoming any obstacle that's getting in your way. I don't know what's getting in your way. Today's episode I've titled Traditions or Chains. Yesterday we explored a little bit about the barriers that sometimes traditions create. And traditions, remember, I'm just defining traditions as uh, habits that we've le- uh, up-leveled to uh, institutional kind of things, right? They're things that are sort of sacred in some way, whether we mean them to be or not. <clears throat> and that's really the key here. Yesterday, the barrier part, we talked about traditions that come from labels that we have about ourselves. That's the way I am. <clears throat> I'm late. I'm lazy. I'm disorganized. I don't do details. I'm a big picture person. All the labels that we give to ourselves and then we assign them somehow as permanent fixtures when all they are is habits that we have institutionalized. Now, there's also you know a high likelihood that we have institutionalized them because we believe them and sometimes because we don't really want to change because the trouble of changing is sometimes hard. So today I want to talk about traditions that are really chains. So this is the heaviest and maybe a little bit the darkest side of this. And we have many examples of that. And maybe you don't. I don't know. For me, this is an important one. And the reason it's important is because I had traditions in my life, habits that were part of the very fabric of my being, habits of unworthiness, habits of not good enough, habits that came from depression, habits that came from believing a falsehood. And the falsehood was, I'm not good enough and I never will be. That was a chain that wrapped itself around my heart and made it so that I couldn't elevate beyond a certain level. There's a guy named Gay Hendricks who wrote a book called The Upper Limit. I recommend it. It's a beautiful book. And he he postulates kind of that the only problem we have in trying to accomplish anything, and he literally means the only problem, is an upper limit problem. There is no problem with your capability There is no problem with your ability to do something or your anything except what you believe is possible, like a thermostat. So he makes a 
analogy to a thermostat in a house and says, you know, when the temperature gets above a thermostat, the setting of the thermostat, it cools it down in the summertime. Or right now we're in Edmonton and it's winter and the next nine days I saw on my phone weather thingy this morning that the next nine days are going to be cold, a deep, deep freeze. We're going to get down to minus 30-something, and I'm quite certain on one of those days it'll be minus 40-something with a little wind. What I noticed about the wind is um, the more the colder it is, the bigger difference the little a little bit of wind makes. So when it's zero, a wind makes some difference, but it's like two kilometers an hour uh, makes one degree difference. When it gets really cold, like it's coming up to this week, I'm noticing that one kilometer an hour makes two degrees difference in terms of how it feels. So it's somewhere in there it flips, and the wind makes a bigger difference. There's an analogy there because the the stronger the traditions or beliefs that you have are in your heart, the bigger difference they make to you, the bigger barrier or chain that they, that's how they function as a bigger barrier or chain. So my old stories of not good enough and lack of capability that said, I'm not good enough and I never will be, that kept me from achieving a lot. It kept me in a mode of self-sabotage. So I would do things and then I would sabotage them. I'd create big success sabotage it. And this was not a short period of time. It was over like two or three years, build up something big and then break it. I don't know if you do anything like that or not. I, I believe now that I look at this in retrospect and I've changed who I'm being in the world, that that was this thermostat thing. I, I don't deserve to have this success. Somehow I'm not good enough to have this. So I need to break it. I want you to take a minute right now and and sit quietly in your own heart, whether you're sitting at home or you're at work or you're driving or doing anything. Pay attention to the road if you're driving. But I want you to examine your heart. Are there things you believe that are not serving you? Are there things you believe about yourself that are not serving you? Now, if there are, don't despair. We all have them. The first step in changing all this is to find out, you know what, there are things I believe that are not serving me. Now, those things might be beliefs about money. I can't make money. I I always spend it when I get it. I can't save money. I can't make it very well. I don't deserve money. Or, you know, any of those stories about money, that's a big one that I see as a coach. Another big one that I see as a coach is a little squishier, but actually more powerful, and that is beliefs about worthiness. Who am I to fill in the blank? This comes up a lot when I help people write books. So uh, inevitably, every person that I've helped write a book, somewhere in the process, you know, they start telling the story of whatever they're trying to tell, and they get excited And somewhere in there, and often many times, they say, yeah, but who's going to listen? And that's just a softer version of who am I to be teaching this thing? I don't know enough, which is a softer version of I'm not good enough. 
I'm not something enough, smart enough, experienced enough, capable enough. I'm not something enough. That is a deep chain. That chain keeps me, kept me, does not anymore, kept me locked to the ground for decades. So I'm inviting you with all the sincere feeling in my heart to, to ask yourself, is there part of your life where you're saying I'm not something enough? Good enough, smart enough, fast enough, capable enough, whatever. Or another version of that is, I've already made so many mistakes that nothing can fix it. That's another version of that chain. Now, there are some really obvious chains, and I've danced in those addictions. I had addictions to many things, gambling and drugs and alcohol. But the real addiction for me was self-loathing. I had to have a reason to feel bad about myself. My fundamental story or chain was that I wasn't good enough. So I had to have, demonstrate, create all kinds of reasons to make that true. So yesterday we talked about barriers and labels and habits. And we talked about blowing down the barriers and going forth to do good. So today I wanted to get to the, the deepest, most ugliest, if you will, but most powerful chains or institutionalized habits or negative traditions that you might have. Now, it doesn't really matter where they came from. You can spend a bunch of time blaming your upbringing, your parents, uh, a partner you had, something really stupid that you did in the past. You can blame all those things and you can keep blaming them as long as you'd like to for your current situation. It may be true that you got where you are. In fact, it is likely true you got where you are because of your behaviors and beliefs in the past. So let's just take that as a given. You are where you are because of your behaviors and beliefs in the past. Now, you might be raging in anger because I say that because somebody did something to you. They did. I'm not minimizing or subtracting whoever did whatever they did to you. If you choose to stay there in a broken, shattered, chained down place, you are giving that event and that person continual power. Why would you do that? You don't have to stay down. You don't have to stay locked up by that chain. You don't need to stay there. I don't care where you are, and I don't care how you got there. Your choice at this moment is to identify the chain, the tradition, the story, the habit, and say, that has been my story, my habit, and my chain up to now. Whether it came at the hands of someone else or not doesn't even matter. What matters is that you or me, stop giving power to that event or chain right now. Now, if you're currently in a situation like that where someone is taking advantage of you or using you in some way and you believe somehow you need to be taken advantage of or whatever, change it. Start right now with this invitation to say that tradition is over. I am no longer going to give the belief that I need, that I must, that I have to do this any power. I'm the architect of my own life, and I'm going to take the position of architect 
here and now in this moment. I invite you to do that. I invite you also to think really hard about anything, one thing that is holding you back. And maybe nothing. Maybe you already live your ultimate life. Maybe you get up thrilled out of your mind every day and you fly through the day joyfully dancing across the floor, dancing across the the horizon of your life and you're thrilled. And if you have that joy, I love you for it. I'm grateful that you have created a place where you are in love with your life, where you are in love with everything that you do. Our obligation, because I have finally arrived in that place, I love everything I do. I only do what I want and I love every minute of it. Now, even with that, I still have the pull of old chains. I still have conversations with my glorious angel of a wife, Joy, and say, oh, I just don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I'm saying the right things or speaking to the right people. I don't know if I'm making the impact that I want because my goal is to help 10 million people, minimum, discover, develop, and then manifest or live into their own divine gifts because of the gifts that I've been given, the opportunities, the amazing experiences. And you know, if you've listened to many of these podcasts or read any of the books, meeting God at the door or tightrope of depression or walking without fear, you know the, the opportunities and the help that I have been offered from the divine and from Joy, who was a divine intervention in my life, to change things. But I had to say yes. I had to do exactly what I'm going to tell you right now. So if you're already in the place of living your ultimate life, then I salute you. I'm grateful for you. And I love you for the work you did to get there because you didn't fall to the top of the mountain. Your goal, your obligation, and so mine is right now is to share it, to lift and bless and love others as much and as fast and as joyfully as we can. That's what you are, and I are about if you're there on the top of that hill with me because we didn't fall here. If you're not, and if you're stuck somewhere up, up climbing the mountain or stuck somewhere in the valley at the bottom and you're chained down by beliefs that you can't do this, then this is your invitation and your instruction manual about how to do this. You can't change everything at once. I feel like I live the ultimate life and I still have times when I have to uh, face and focus the feeling that somehow I'm not doing everything I can, which is, uh, you know, a a small echo of the old chains of I'm not good enough. Here, you have to start with one thing. So pick one thing you want to work on right now, just one, and let it be small. Don't pick the biggest, most difficult thing in the world because that's hard. Why would you start with the hardest? Start with the easiest. Because if you're stuck under a chain or tradition that has kept you down, the last thing you need to do is create failure because that'll just prove that the tradition or chain or belief is correct. So pick the smallest thing you can work on and prove. With that one thing, you don't have to stay stuck. You don't have to stay at the bottom. You don't have to stay locked up by that tradition or chain anymore. It doesn't matter what it is, and it could be anything from what time you get up in the morning to how you create your day to whether or not you develop a relationship with the divine. It could be any one of a thousand things. But your invitation right now is to identify a tradition or chain that's holding you down, 
Pick the smallest step you can to uh, go against that, to change it, to lift yourself up. The smallest step. Execute that step so that you have a story of victory in your heart. That will help you. We're going to go on in the next several episodes and talk about more about how to do this and keep going. But today your assignment is to pick a small one and get a victory to help you build your ultimate life. Open your heart in this time around. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky.